Shall we get a sign? What what should the sign say? A sign that says oversharing. Oh yeah. It's like embroidered. Tell me why I was thinking graffiti. Sounds more affordable. I I was was thinking DIY graffiti. That actually blows my mind. Do they just use spray paint cans? Surely they're using something to get like a clean edge, right? I think maybe they're just that good. We should do some research on that. Oh man, we really should. Next episode. Yeah. We're going to come with details about being a graffiti artist. Okay. Yeah. Did you see that Beyonce came out with a new album? I have not listened to it at all, but she's in the news because she used an ableist slur that Lizzo got in trouble for using like four weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And now everybody's really angry because they say that Beyonce's team of like 11 writers and all the people that had to go through the album and stuff, Mm -hmm. surely one of them saw all the news with Lizzo, you know, and should have said something. You would think. And everybody now is claiming that Beyonce just thinks she's above criticism. And so she chose to put the ableist slur in her song anyway. You're really assuming a lot about yeah, what's happened. Yeah. But it was like really big international news with Lizzo. Okay. And I would think if you're in the music industry, surely you would have seen that. Maybe. And then maybe choose to rework your lyrics rather. Or maybe Lizzo went back after her album came out, Uh changed the lyrics and released an all new and like got rid of the other version. Okay. And so as Beyonce, if that happens like a month before your album release, don't you re-record it? And maybe, maybe this is, you know, generating interaction. I know, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, it's a PR stunt, isn't it? (laughs) It could just be like... I'm dumb. uh, Yeah, they were like, look at this. We're going to get some free news out of this. Yeah. Then people go listen to this song, get mad about it, talk about it online. She'll re-release it. It'll get listened to again. Right. People will review that. Right. It's a savvy move. I don't like it. Well, yeah. I mean, we shouldn't use slurs just to get interaction. (laughs) That's not what this podcast is about. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Just know. I'm not going to do that. No, from day one, listening to our podcast. Anti-slur. We're very anti-slur. <laughs> That's where we draw the line. Uh, okay. So welcome. This is oversharing. I don't know. I feel like we should really spend this first time with you talking about us. Doing a little background. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't you think? Sure. For sure. We're here. We've We've been planning on doing this for a little while now. Yeah. We're actually doing it. Yes. How about you introduce yourself? Oh, okay. That's a good idea. Uh, I'm Matt Overby. You are my wife, which seems really possessive to say it that way. We are married. Yeah. Uh, I am your wife. Yeah. No. Yeah. I just, it's a weird, weird phrase. I I am your wife. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I am your husband. Yeah. That's, that's not possessive. (laughs) It's just (laughs) true. Why like if it, you were like, this is my female or yeah. like something really alpha male. It just feels very property based. It does. I don't know. Just to, the way it came out. I are we, know. are we canceling the term wife? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think I'm just. Wife canceled, not yeah. wives in general. Just the word wife. Men can't use it anymore. Canceled. Spouse. No. That Ooh. Sounds... Partner. Partner. Yeah. See partner. Nobody's, nobody's possessing their partner yeah partner's underrated yeah anyway we're married you are matt overby (laughs) i am your partner (laughs) well i've gotten into absolutely nothing about me um anyway so you do uh 
online social media. We're married. I'm your husband. Yeah. And uh, sometimes I'm involved with that. And sometimes I'm just a dad. Yeah. What do you so, like to do? What do I like to do? Oh, um, I like to golf. Golfing's nice. Yeah. Yard yard work's not the worst if it's not like 105 degrees. Okay. I love that yard work was the second <laughs> thing you said. Would you like me to tell you things you like to do? Yeah, that would be great. You like to work out? Yep. I do like to do that. You love to work out. You love tennis shoes. I do like shoes. Like you like shopping for limited edition or funky shoes. Yeah. You're into that. I don't always even buy them. I just like looking at them. Yeah. I, I don't know that I would call you a sneakerhead. No. But... I think that if you had an unlimited budget, you might be a sneakerhead. Yeah. Yeah. If it felt fiscally responsible to... Right. To, yeah. Yeah. I, I could definitely see you doing that. I could go uh, that direction pretty easily. Yeah. You like technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just but, tinkering with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. You love listening to podcasts. I, I do enjoy a good podcast. You are an avid podcast listener not any of my podcasts <laughs> but you are an avid podcast listener that is that is true but this is the first time that you are going to be on the other end yeah yeah we've done uh, an episode or two together on on one of your podcasts but yep. other than that this this will be the first time that i'm a, a regular contributor i'm kind of excited for that yeah i feel like you have a really unique perspective and you think differently than a lot of people that I meet. <laughs> Is that a good thing? Yeah, it's a fantastic thing. Okay, good. I think that you're really good at making things relatable and accessible to people. Okay. And I think you're really good at making feel, people feel included and heard. Oh, that's really nice. I don't know. You just make people want to join a conversation. Yeah, I, I try to... Keep the conversation open to everybody. That's yeah. that's usually a goal of mine. I like those things about you. Yeah. I think that comes from just a background of always wanting to, to feel like I was a part of a conversation. I try to stay very cognizant of like, try and keep people involved. Try cognizant and, is a big word for yeah. me. I know what it means, <laughs> but that was, that was a stretch. Yeah. We're getting to your limit. Yeah. Let's cap it at cognizant. Yeah. Okay. It should be known now. My vocabulary, very limited. <laughs> And you deal with me and, and my brother a lot who... Uh, Basically memorize the dictionary for fun as children. No, 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 no. But we mm. we do like a good, precise word. And sometimes you just need a real big word to perfectly capture that idea. And the problem is they so often drop them. And then I have to look <laughs> at them and go, I know that that was the perfect word, but I don't know what it means. Yeah. Yeah. So Cog it's really not the perfect cognizant word. Cognizant was not that. No, no, no. That's but not a good example. But I'm just prepared for you to start dropping words that I am not capable <laughs> of understanding and having to embarrass myself here. Okay. Should that be a segment like words of the week? Ooh. Okay. Tell yeah. me your word of the week. Oh, no. What's your like, favorite word? Favorite word? I don't, I don't have a favorite word. Really? No, I don't think so. Oh. Not on the spot, for sure. Yeah, I know. That's kind of like what I'm thinking. I want thinking. a good amount of time to really think about my word of the week. And then I think I'd get bored and I'd lose focus. And there's no way I'd remember to actually. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess that segment's scrapped <laughs> before it starts. No, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking just like if I if we have a word that... Or, or, or is it a segment where we like teach you a word of the week? Ooh. Yeah. And then I have to work that word into the podcast? <laughs> yeah. 
I like it. I'd probably learn a lot. This is actually just a a way to get Joe's vocab beefed up. All right, what's my word of the week? I don't know. Again, I feel like I need to find some words. Also, it's kind of hard because I have to know what words you don't know. Well, it'd be kind of nice to get a break sometimes that I know the word. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I feel like I need to look this up now, but... Okay, next week, we're coming back with a word of the week. Okay, we'll have a word of the week. And then I have to fit it in somewhere during the podcast. Okay. Ooh, that kind of makes my stomach flip. You're nervous? Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little nervous. This is your version of a high wire act. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yes. Well, it's, on, it's recorded, so yeah. like, people can see it. Yeah. Okay. I'm Joe. I was a wedding photographer. Yeah. I feel like that's a big part of my identity, even though I don't want it to be. COVID hit and uh, Matt was working full time at the time. Yeah. So and- my background was in chemical engineering. And he was an essential worker. Yeah. Yeah. We made wet wipes. So uh, that was a lot of people needed. You know, there was a whole toilet paper thing. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Um, well, and a whole sanitizing wipe thing. Yeah. So we had to clean stuff and people needed to wipe their butts. And uh, we were critical for a lot of aspects of that. So yeah. we were, our manufacturing was full steam ahead. Ad lines if you could, even though you couldn't actually find parts and stuff. So um, yeah, we were, we were going hot and heavy i was an essential worker so like i was i never worked from home no you were never remote and so he was in the office and not only was he in the office he was working 14 16 18 hour days yeah if we were doing installs which we were trying to do as many as we could we were we were working long days and hours and weekends and really as much as we could to try and keep up with demand and we weren't parents yet Nope. And uh, all my weddings got canceled. Yeah, everything was moved back six months, yeah, so 12 months indefinitely. We were operating on opposite schedules, just, well, I mean, not even opposite <laughs> schedules as much as Matt was working and I wasn't. Yeah. And so I got online and I started making TikToks and learning TikTok dances. And yep. I never did the making ice coffee or the banana bread thing. No. Anything that required the kitchen, I... Yeah, you're not really a food, like, DIY gal. I mean, I love it if somebody else will make me an iced coffee or if somebody else will make me banana bread. But I was not home to be making sourdough or banana bread. No. And so I missed out on all that, but (laughs) I was on TikTok and just having fun with it. Well, Instagram had been a big part of your job as a wedding photographer. Like, that's how you did promo and, like, client outreach and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Just kind of promoted... All and that sort of thing. So you were you were fairly online and then yeah. you just kind of navigated over to TikTok. Yeah. And TikTok grew and all of a sudden we went from doing wedding photography and making wet wipes for a living yeah. to having a wonderful online community of people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's been really fun and crazy kind of navigating that and just going from a very normal life. I mean, wedding photography is like a little, you've always worked for yourself. I think right. uh, you'd have a hard time working for anybody. <laughs> well, and I feel like in a lot of ways, our life's still very normal. Yeah. We're still very normal people. We live in what I consider the middle of the country. To most people listening to this, the yeah. South. Uh, we're just on the very Northern part we're of like the, the South. North, South, Mid, South. Yeah. Know. I don't know what you call us. We lack a lot of strong Southern tradition where we live. Yeah. But we also lack a lot of Midwest tradition where Mm -hmm. we live. We're just kind of somewhere in the middle. And it kind of depends on where you grew up. 
Yeah. I think, don't you think? No, I think so. And like a couple hours south of here, there's definitely a lot more like southern traditions. For and sure. a couple hours north of here, it's it's much more Midwest, Midwest. and so there there's people from all backgrounds that and not to mention this area is growing so much that you get people from all over the country. So I don't know that there's a strong identity for where we live, which is northwest Arkansas. Yeah. But Yeah. So life's very normal, but also our career shifted really fast. Yeah. And uh, our lives also changed during the pandemic. My mom had a lot of really scary health issues through the pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, which caused us to make the decision to do the addition and the in-law suite. And yep. we decided to dive in on content because it was going to give us the opportunity to be home and help out my dad as much as possible with my mom's care, as well as be home with our daughter. Yeah. We can just be present for the people that need care in our lives. Yeah. So. And right now, that's a time it's just really needed. And I think when Matt was working, it was kind of a juggle of taking a lot of FMLA and trying yeah. to fit in helping family. And we feel so lucky and privileged to be in this place. And my and my company was really supportive of me taking time if I needed it. It's just the demands were going to be very different. Well, before Gardner, in, in 2020, I was home nine weeks yeah to help with my parents in order for my dad to care for my mom which is just not the kind of time that most people have Mm -hmm. off and 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 i went a couple trips with you just on an emergency basis like had to call in and be like hey i'm gonna be remote i'm gonna pick up my laptop uh if you need me i'll have internet but i gotta go well and i know there are so many people experiencing that throughout everywhere probably but that are working regular jobs and having to take that FMLA time. And I I don't... If they even have it, yeah. If they even have it. If they have access. And it's so overwhelming. And so we're just very grateful to be here doing the podcast, to have this community online, getting to share everything that we're doing with you guys. And it's kind of an exciting step. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's it's new, but um, we're really enjoying it. Yeah. We've been in the chaos of a move. A renovation, an addition, then a move, then an ongoing renovation while we live here. And uh, we've, Which we've had a kid. Which was supposed to be done in May, and it's now August. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, so. I try not to think about it too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had a safe date in May that we were supposed to be done. Like, undoubtedly, we would yeah, be like completely Yeah, like, for sure, done. we can have it, like, we'll, we'll do some punchless stuff, but, like, turnkey eh, I, I don't know if we got a turnkey promise but we got like we're gonna have it like it'll be ready to rock and we'll we'll do a little bit of punch list stuff as you go and you live in the home and yeah. see what works and what doesn't and if anything breaks or needs touched up and we got that guarantee like at the beginning of may yeah it was it's like not, late april I, yeah i'd like we it were to like two three weeks out well because i feel like a lot of people would hear that and then think to themselves you must have gotten that guarantee back in january and just not gotten updates no and we saw the writing on the wall like in april oh, we were like absolutely. hey this doesn't look very close like to what we talked about right and they're like oh no i think if we do this this and this we can whip it all together we're like all right y'all are the professional <laughs> <laughs> oh like yeah i guess i mean okay yeah, so but we're gonna move because we sold our other house based on this safe date. Yeah, we're currently set up in our bedroom. Yep, 
which is the game plan for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Long term, we'd like to be in our bedroom. Yeah. Not on this wall. Yes. We want to be set up on a different wall. We're hoping to have curtains up, things like that. We'll be further away from the air return. Yes. So not as loud. Yes. And instead of sitting in a room of chaos Mm -hmm. and like our bathroom doors off the hinges leaning against the wall. (laughs) Our bed is piled high. Um, There's a (laughs) box just, just left of the camera. Uh, that says, says Joe's boots, shoes, and uh, what? Pants, pants, I believe, or maybe shorts. Uh, shorts could be on there. I don't know. I stacked a bunch of junk on top of the box where the <laughs> label is, so it's hard to say from here. We're hoping that eventually, this looks kind of nice. Like, this looks yeah. intentional. Yeah, it doesn't belong here, it belongs in the kitchen. Well, it doesn't really belong anywhere. No, it doesn't belong in the kitchen. But we're waiting on furniture, so yeah, this has been living in the kitchen. We're doing the slow add of furniture. We're not trying to get everything with the house done quickly. The landscaping's for sure, what do you think, a five to seven year? Oh man, the landscaping, I believe, will be the rest of my life. Well, absolutely. Like landscaping care in general will be five to seven or like I'll die an old man in that yard working on the landscaping. (laughs) Probably. I hope an old man. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. I mean, it's got like two years of like just giving it a shape yeah cleaning it up we've got a year year and a half of cleanup i would say just to get like a base and then from there we'll figure out what we want to build to give everybody background we bought this house in december of 2020 yep and we purchased it from um a couple that had lived here since 1985 yeah a builder built it in 82 yeah lived in it for two years sold it as builders do and i think they raised their family here Mm mm-hmm and they had this was a very well-loved home and it's on three acres but as they got a lot older they just weren't capable of taking care of the property like they had in the past yeah and so things are very out of touch hey if we're lucky one day that'll happen to us Uh, yeah no no judgment (laughs) at all we uh but like the trees hadn't been trimmed in years no no they had people like helping with the yard and stuff but like mm -hmm. there was just a lot of major and and some of that happened in the year too that this renovation has gone on too so like sure from the time where the house was because it was also the estate selling the home so like i think when they lived in the home i think it'd been kept up but i don't think it was being used as like a full-time residence by the we say that but all of our neighbors know the couple that lived here and have said they've driven by and like looked at the house. Yeah, no, no. I, I think they did, but I think they'd moved out like i think maybe she'd passed and like i think she's still around I thought there was only one of them. I, I don't think Man, we know. Man, we are really just taking all. some swings We're here lying. at the knowledge. We well, heard... okay. Lying, I believe, has some form of intent. I know. This is a, a harmless... We're we're repeating rumors <laughs> that, that I think we may <laughs> like have... Like just... third-hand rumors. Yes. Because I've talked to the neighbors who had been neighbors with this person mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. And I think that the couple has come and seen the house. I thought it was just him. I don't know. What is the estate selling the home? I mean, that sounds so fancy. It does sound fancy. I think it's just like the like, family. As as you say that, it's <laughs> making it sound like we bought a palace to me. Yeah, it's actually not, a, not a, a run the English ranch. countryside. It's yeah. a, an old castle built in the 80s. If you're envisioning a castle, no. it was a rundown ranch from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a castle. Yeah. And I love it. I, yeah, that's why we bought it. With my whole heart. And we have spent the last 18 months doing all of the things. We took it down to studs. Yep. We kept a lot of original things, though, too. I mean, I half like. the reason we took it down to studs is because there was so much wallpaper. Uh, yeah. It turns out removing old wallpaper 
uh, you might as well take the drywall down because you're going to ruin the drywall taking it off. Yeah. So just take the drywall off and redo the drywall. They're yeah. very fast at drywall. It's not not tough. Yeah. So once we took it all the way down to studs, then it was like, well, let's do this and let's change this. And then we got the idea to do the addition for your parents. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, it just turned from like a medium project to like a huge project. The biggest project, project we've ever done in our lives. Yeah. I hope it's the biggest project we ever I do. I hope we never do a project this no, big again. No, this is, this was too much. Yeah. We'll do something bigger. There's We're ready no to doubt. die in this house. Uh, yes, for, for sure. Maybe we won't stay feeling that way, but <laughs> you guys now know renovation. Things have been crazy. Yep crazy we've been talking about this podcast for a really long time we've been active going live on tiktok and talking to you guys about this yeah and probably a little too early yeah well we had intent of it coming out earlier yes we did and uh, our move just didn't go as intended you know i think really normal life things that anyone listening can relate to for sure for sure i mean you just you don't unpack as well as you should and then since the renovation's still going on it's like we can't really put stuff where it needs to go and you don't know if you should get furniture and well and if anyone has dealt with furniture recently uh, the lead yeah. times on furniture are chaotic yeah no no when you said to it was going to be least. two years to get furniture i was like well i mean it'll take us six months to a year to decide and then we'll just wait a year for it to all show up right and we don't have any bedroom furniture like we don't have a dresser we don't have side tables no we didn't have that in the last the last home. well i guess we took our bedroom quote-unquote set it wasn't a set it was pieces that we collected and put together yeah uh over years hand-me-downs thrift shops things like that and we moved those into the in-law suite for my parents so they have our it wasn't a dresser what would you call that oh i want to say armoire but that's not right no because it's It's like a tall console table uh, yeah but we put that too yeah, and it has cabinets, so they can store mm-hmm. things in there. I stored lots of pants and things like that in yeah. there. But, it was like a workout clothes for yeah. you. Yeah, but we put that in their side in their bedroom, and their bedroom's really close to done. I still need to order bedding for them and a rug. Yeah. But their their side's, the living room's not done. We're waiting on our couch for in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we picked that out, and it's ordered and everything. The bedroom is almost completely done minus bedding curtains and a rug yeah which is like, i mean that's that's practically done their side's looking very done which at. is good i guess <laughs> i'm talking about all this like everyone knows but my parents we did an in-law suite attached to the yeah. house addition uh, my mom has multiple sclerosis so that she could live with us if needed her and my dad uh for help they'll be with us probably about 50 percent of the time yeah is kind of what we're thinking uh they'll be in and out of here though lots i'm sure mm-hmm. and so we set it up so that they could come and go so right. like they have their own garage and their own door access and like they it, it adjoins the house from from the laundry room so you know they have laundry access as well so um the house can be one big open setup or it can be set up as just kind of an apartment attached to the house right too. and we did that with intention for them to be able to come stay. And so we've really focused on getting their side done and furnished first because we can live without furniture. Well, and part of that is because they were still working on this half of the house when we moved in. That's true. Because it wasn't as done as we were hoping it would be. So we We lived in the in-law suite for a month, pretty close to a month. Yeah. Yeah. And we probably should have lived in it longer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
but we were done. But well, and we also had to host a bunch of things. So yeah. it was like we had to go live in other parts of the house and we didn't want someone else to have to come live in this bedroom that we don't have. Yeah, we slept on a mattress in. on the floor. Not for very long, I feel like. Like we got off the mattress on the floor pretty quickly. It was probably what a month. <laughs> what? Yes. I don't, we slept on a mattress on the floor for a month. I don't think that's abnormal. Well, but we had the frame for it. It's not like we were waiting on it. <laughs> that part's probably abnormal. Yeah, like we just had to go to the garage and, and get, get it, it. And put it together. Okay. Well, I was really proud of us, but Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we Again, if we had been waiting on furniture, you know, totally understandable. Well, we had a saga with the <laughs> bed on the floor of mice. We're now mice free in our house. <laughs> <laughs> that we know of but yeah it's pretty good i, I haven't seen any evidence free. of mice so they're uh, very sneaky if they're around yeah and quiet guys <laughs> mice are terrifying i've never dealt with them before but goodness gracious i hadn't dealt with nearly that many i feel like we maybe had a mouse or two and that was a whole deal like oh no we have a mouse and it was like in the kitchen yeah it was not like what was that noise <laughs> In the middle of the night, like right by your head. Well, we moved when we moved into the house, oh. there wasn't glass on one of the doors and there was no doorknob in one of the exterior <laughs> doors, which I now call And the weather stripping wasn't super tight on a door too. And like, yeah, we had a lot of like, it, the house was sealed up, but like not maybe really. only like 95%, which is not an effective amount no. against rodents. No. And so Matt and I would wake up in the night and just hear like squeak, squeak, squeak. And I finally told Matt, I was waking up in the night having night terrors. Well, that that I was wish- the problem too, is like sometimes it was real and sometimes it was just in your head. And I, it was very hard to know which. <laughs> yeah. Unless I also heard the yeah. squeak, 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 squeak. <laughs> and you're like, oh no. Yeah, there were a was- couple of times Matt had to empty traps in the night. Oh man. Because they were stuck in the trap. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> it was really not great. Yeah. Anyway, so we made it through that. We probably had a half dozen mice that we tossed out. Yeah. I think that's about right. Yeah. We made it though. Yeah. And I've not seen any evidence of mice anywhere in the house. No. Nope. No. Nope. Like I said, if they're around, they're very sneaky and undisturbing. There's really no longer a way for them to get in. No, no, and I think we trapped most, trapped and released most of the ones that we. I don't had. like most. I think we should just say all. I just am not confident. <laughs> you think they're still here? I don't know. I don't know. They're not squeaking away at night anymore. No, no, and there's no droppings or anything. So I think, like I said, we're we're probably good. I just have trust issues now. It was violent. Yeah. I opened Gardner's diaper bag. <laughs> I thought I was going to find a mouse in Gardner's diaper bag. No. I didn't. But that's, I was scared. A mouse had been in there, though. Yeah, for sure. Oh, so mice I had, to had been so many places. That out. I, this is probably a nightmare no, to listen is a, to. This is a terrible, okay. horrifying segment, but. Okay. Well, let's move on. So, I know that we really want to talk at least every week a little bit about parenting on here. Yeah. It's not going to be like a parenting dedicated <laughs> podcast by any means because we have no idea what we're doing. No, we are not qualified to give uh, real advice. We no. can we can share our experience. We can maybe throw an opinion or two in, but they are definitely opinions. They are not 
Well, I don't know if we should publicly share this uh, because <laughs> I think it's one of those kinds of mistakes that risk the life of our child. Okay. Concerning. But I think that you should share your bad dad moment of the week. Oh, this bad dad moment was a real doozy. Um, this is maybe, I would say this is your worst. Are you comfortable sharing your bad dad moment? You know, we've really led into it. I feel like I'm just going to have to go with it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we could always just delete it all. We could. We could do that. But it is truly the bad dad moment of the week. And that, uh, yeah, I, I was not hooking up the car seat correctly. Um, <laughs> there was a couple clips that I did not know existed. Um, when I put the straps in. Okay, pause. I would like to preface this with we just switched from we, the We are infant. using a new car seat. Yes, yeah. our kid's a year old. I have not been using wrong car seat technique for a for year. For an entire year. No. We've like, been using the infant car seat, which is the one that, for people who aren't parents, it's the one that like clips in and out and you see parents like walk around with the yeah. little carrier thing. Yeah, it's that's, a little lightweight guy. Yeah, and we that's have a the base infant. and the base stays the, the base is very uncomplicated the base clips in like to the car mm-hmm. the, the infant car seat goes right in there like easy peasy yes this new one attaches via seat belt and straps and uh I, I think it even has the clip things i i don't again i gotta get further further educated on this but i was using the seat belt technique or what i believe to be the proper seat belt technique and you were following the diagram that was on the car seat. Yes, I followed the diagram, but there was a couple things that the diagram didn't point out in great detail, which is that I needed to go further underneath the the cover of the car seat and like really clip the seatbelt into a couple specific places, not just like loop it through and click it and pull it tight and get the strap wrapped around. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, no, I was just improperly using the the big car seat for. I don't know. How not long? that long. No, not very long. But like, like a drive or two. Yeah. But we we pulled out, and I was looking back at the car seat, <laughs> and G's car seat rocked to the side. It did do a little bit of a, a left to right lean. And I I panicked. I was like, that is <laughs> not right. There is yeah. nothing right about that. Yep. I was yep. like, did you not shake it after you installed it to make sure that it was sturdy? Which normally I do, but uh, I. I, I don't know what happened. It was just a lapse in judgment. Yeah. Clearly. Well, we got it corrected. Yeah. But I've been giving Matt a hard time. Yeah. Bad dad, I, uh, bad dad. Usually I'm pretty good about uh, reading instructions. And this time I just, uh, I, I didn't quite nail it. Yeah. But there are moments like that every single, well, not that. <laughs> no, hopefully not your car seat. Hopefully not uh, major safety related. But uh, yeah, you just, there's just little lapses in judgment every now and then with a kid we got it corrected and thankfully the car seat manufacturer that makes our car seat has a very informative like step-by-step video tutorial yep yeah highly recommend uh, anytime you get a new car seat looking at the video yeah i will be doing that from now on yeah not just the diagram no the diagram on the side just didn't quite go into the level of detail i needed yeah that's slow learner that's okay. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. No, 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 no. That's the thing. Um, you learn once you're a parent that your parents and their parents and everybody really just had no idea what they were doing. And we've all been making it up as we go along. We've all been kids raising kids. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, you just, you, you 
figure it out or or maybe you don't but you you try yeah and uh that's where your kids get trauma from matt just turned 30 (laughs) you just say that's where your kids get trauma from Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you're not wrong uh matt just turned 30 and i feel like it was a bigger life interruption for your mom than for you yeah we did have that discussion she was like um I don't know how you feel about turning 30. And like, I did have a mild existential crisis the night before. I was like, oh my gosh, tomorrow I'm going to be 30. Like, what happened? What am I doing? What, what, what is 30? And then I woke up and I was like, oh, 30 feels exactly like 29, which felt like 28, which, <laughs> which felt, felt like, like 27. 25. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Like, it just is what it is. At least for me, it didn't, you know, some people can feel differently. But my mom was like, uh, I have a kid who's 30 now and I didn't have you when I was 10. So I don't know what's going on here. She woke up on your birthday and <laughs> felt violent. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was perturbed. That is what she said. She yeah. said she was saying to everybody that day, my son turns 30 today. My oldest son turns 30 <laughs> today and I didn't have him when I was 10. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and I feel that. Yeah. I, I mean, our kid turned imagine. one and that just, that blew my mind. Yeah. So I can only imagine 29 years from now. Oh, I, uh, I can do like five, 10 years. Yeah. You're very good at that. That's where we, we mesh well. I'm very in the moment, like what's happening today right right now. now. Yeah. We work really well together because I do all the planning for Matt. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's true. It works well for me. Yeah. And you get somebody who doesn't know what's going on tomorrow. (laughs) I feel like which out I, which of... Which I think you need. No, you don't. You really don't. <laughs> That's not like helpful at all. Out of most people you meet who are big time future planners, I feel like often they're not good at living in the moment. Sure. And that's something I've really tried to work on in the no. last few years. Yeah, you are. You are. You have gotten much better at being in the moment and not yeah. living for the next thing. Yeah. Because that, I think, is the danger you can get into with doing long, like just only long term planning is you're always... You're working towards something, but you're not experiencing now. Yeah, I agree I with only that. experience now. I have no idea where I'm going. Well, right. And I, I I, think there's something really beautiful about that. But I think there's a good balance yeah. in not setting up future you for failure. <laughs> because there are many times where I actively sabotage future me by being like, well, current me doesn't really want to. So that's that future, future me's future problem. Me's problem. Yeah. And I've I have, said that exact phrase many times. I have seen present you be so mad past <laughs> you for doing that. And yet present you is always like, yeah, that's future me's problem. Future me is way better like at handling this stuff, which just means he absolutely has to. Like, yeah. It, it has landed in future me's lap. Yeah. That is not me. No, no. I'm you're like, very much I like want future me to have no problems. I'm going to make my... We, we talk about this a lot. Okay, I'm just going to give them the analogy. Okay. We talk about this a lot, a lot, a lot, I feel like, in our life. We do. It's a source of conflict for us. There are people who are one cookie now yeah, or 20 cookies later. Like, that's, that's what you're given. Yeah, it's not you even can, like one or two. You can have one cookie now or if you wait six hours, you can have 20 cookies. <laughs> and I am always... Un- oh yeah doubtedly and it's not just talk you you live that life i live the yeah. 20 cookies later life yeah it works beautifully for you people tell me that recovery with no epidural is easier fine 
no cookie now. No, nope, yeah. 20 cookies later. Exactly. <laughs> like. And we don't know. Like, you might have had to just find recovery with an epidural. It, it could have been like, fine. They're, they're not necessarily related. But I was not chancing it. I was no. not chancing nope. one cookie now to ruin my 20 cookies Exactly. Later. A perfect example. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like, load me up. I don't know. Current me doesn't like this. Whereas Matt's like, I don't know. I could have one cookie now and chance that they'll give me the 20 cookies later. <laughs> I'll find 20 cookies later. Future me will figure out where to get cookies. Matt's like, Future my me partner, will make the cookies. Not my wife. My partner, uh, <laughs> she votes the 20 cookies later. So I get one cookie now and 20 cookies <laughs> later. 21 cookies between us. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's a mild character flaw. It's not a character flaw. It's we're just a different. a little bit of a character flaw. We're working on it. No. We're trying to work on it. It's about balance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there. I, th- I feel like there are some situations where it makes sense to take the one cookie. Yeah, probably. Like, they exist. You're starving. <laughs> yeah. I think, we're, I think we're stretching yeah. the analogy Don't a little far. Don't wait six but... <laughs> more hours. <laughs> and I, I feel like you've helped me in that matter. Eat a cookie if you have Don't to. Don't starve for 20 cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Should we wrap things up? Yeah, I think we could wrap I know it. Starting on the next episode, we're going to have our voicemail box open. Yeah. And we'll share that number in the show notes. Sure. So that people can call. You can leave us a voicemail. We will do this every episode. We're going to listen to voicemails, chat with you guys, respond to questions. You guys can ask us questions, send us prompts, anything you want to hear us talk about. Please call. Comments, Uh, questions, concerns. Comments, questions, concerns. And we'll play those on the show. We'll respond. And that's how we're going to wrap up episodes uh, every week. Yeah. And next week, Matt's coming prepared with the word of the week. Word of the week. I'm kind of, I really am nervous about that. Yeah, you should be. You want to tell the world where they can find you? Uh, You can find me uh, on Instagram at Matt Overby. Um, At Matt.Overby. Matt.Overby. That's correct. Yep. Thank you for keeping my handles correct. Yep. Um, I got you. TikTok, I guess. Uh, I, I'm not incredibly active there, but at Mr. Joe Johnson. Um, I thought that was a funny bit at the time. It still applies. So uh, that, that's, I did not, that's me. I did not do that. No, I, think it was I did it just so that when I commented on things, it was yeah. funny for people. Yeah. Uh, and you can find me at Joe Johnson Overby. And you can email us. I need to figure out our email i don't have yeah that. we're gonna have an email and a voicemail and we're gonna uh, have an email we're gonna have a voicemail always dm us yeah yeah, Chat yeah with us we love to talk yeah maybe we'll do a written portion <laughs> read some stuff yeah all yeah, for we'll it. figure it out we're new at this we're definitely well, new, at this. new at we're this we're learning as we go you guys know that we're all about getting something out instead of perfecting it first yeah you know Perfect is definitely not our brand. We're doing one cookie now instead of 20 cookies later. That's my life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're getting a cookie. All right. Maybe half a cookie. Half a cookie. It's half baked. It's not all the way through. Yeah. But it's one full half baked cookie. Yeah. Yep. A complete almost cooked cookie. All right. (laughs) Bye, friends.